Do you get so excited when a new podcast comes out because you know after you listen to it, your whole day is going to be better? And did you know that that comes out twice a week, which is actually quite a lot for a podcast, but it's only twice a week. What if you could have me in your pocket every single day of the week, helping you, guiding you, telling you funny stories, and just helping you to ace your life? Well, this is something that I am doing, and it's for very special people in my community. And if you are interested in finding out more information about it, it's going to be a container of ladies who want to work with me one-on-one. And I've put a link below that you can click on just to do a quick little call and see if it's something that would work for you. And I would love to talk to you about it. So go check it out. And if you are interested in having me in your pocket all day long, let me know. Happy real life quickie day. So you know I love to do a real life quickie in the car. Because <laughs> that's when all my inspiration strikes. So here we are doing a real life quickie in the car. But so hopefully the background noise won't bug you too much. Um, it's funny. This is what people like to listen to the most of my podcast, which just blows my mind. But um, anyway, this one came to me last week and I wrote all about it in my journal and then I'm finally getting around to recording it because it's been a crazy weekend. But I just wanted to talk to you about what happens when you wake up and you just feel like shit. You either you don't feel well physically or what happened to me is um, I just woke up with the heaviest sad feeling in my belly. And it was like, I woke up at four in the morning and we were traveling that day to go see my son in Albuquerque, which I was so excited to do. So it didn't make sense that I was so heavy. It seems like I would be so excited and giddy. And I was the night before, but then I woke up that morning of traveling, which I often do because, you know, let's be clear. It's, you know, traveling can be daunting and, you know, flying and then it's just a whole thing. And our flight was going to leave really early. So we had to leave the house really early and it was our family going. Anyway, it was just a lot of moving parts. So that always kind of gets me a little stressed out. But usually I'm not a nervous flyer at all. In fact, I love to fly. I love to go places. I love to travel. I kind of wanted to be a travel, a flight attendant when I first got out of college, I was like, oh, I could just go to all these places and see them and that could be my job. And, but again, that wasn't realistic. So I didn't do it. What a dumbass. But anyway, <laughs> okay. I shouldn't talk so nasty to myself, but I wish I would have maybe tried that. Why not? Well, I'm making up for it now when I'm 50, right? So anyway, I woke up and I just felt heavy and my mind was racing with every thought under the sun. Oh my gosh, I haven't done this. Oh my gosh, I forgot to pack this. Oh my gosh, I haven't done this. Charlie's got to have this next week and we won't have time when we get back and blah, 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 blah. Spinning the fuck out, right? So what did I do? Um, well, I woke up and I didn't meditate because I didn't really, even though I was up at four, 
I was just having, I was doing all these things to get out of town. So I got up and I just started doing all the things that were bugging me. What I should have done, and I, Mel Robbins taught this in one of her little things, and I wish I would have done this, and next time I will. And I've done this in the middle of the night, too. If you wake up and your mind is just racing out of control, generally it's absolutely nothing that's truly life-altering. But we act like it is, and especially in the middle of the night, it's dark and quiet, and there's no one around except your thoughts, so that's when it's the scariest time. So she says that you should get up, don't look at your phone, don't even pick up your phone, walk to another room quietly, get out a piece of paper, and literally write down everything that's bothering you, everything that's on your mind. Number one, I got to get Charlie a new suit for homecoming. Number two, I forgot to pack this. Number three, what happens when I I didn't send in, you know, I haven't finished editing this podcast for this date. When am I going to have time to do that? Number four, blah, 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 blah go all the way through. I need to call home. I need to call my daughter. I need to, oh, I mean, I just, you know, millions of little stupid things. Write them all down. Just write, 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 write until your wrist feels like it's going to fall off. By the time you get through writing, you're going to be sleepy and your mind will be empty. It'll feel so much better because you'll be like, oh, I got out of that, all that out of my brain. And also the physical act of moving out of your bed and going somewhere else. Don't turn on all the lights. Don't put on any kind of music. Certainly don't pick up your phone. Just a piece of paper, a pen, and a dimly lit room and start writing all that down. That physical act of moving that through your body will also help. So I've done this many times in the middle of the night. I didn't do it that day, which I should have, but I didn't because I didn't quite have my act together. So I got up and I just started doing the things that I needed to do before we traveled. And then it was time to get up and go. We got on the plane. By the time we got on the plane, I was able to meditate on the plane, which was nice. So I, I do that all the time on planes. I just close my eyes. And if you're paranoid, put on some glasses or some sunglasses and put your earbuds in. Then nobody will bug you and meditate. What do I mean by that? Just close your eyes and be quiet. That's it. And breathe and just be quiet and still. That's all you have to do. So I did that on the plane. And then we got there and what happened is we got there, but Max was in class and Charlie and Scott were supposed to go play. Oh, our flight was an hour on the tarmac, just waiting to take off because of some weather or something. So we sat on the plane for an hour, which some of the people in my family are very nervous flyers. So that didn't go over well, but that's okay. That's why we all meditated on the plane. And then the plane took off, the plane landed. We were able to get a rental car easily. It all like just lined up the way it was supposed to, which was great. And then Charlie and Scott were going to go play golf and Max was still in class until three o'clock. So I had like four hours by myself, which are you kidding me? Like that is like my favorite. But even that was not making me feel my normal, joyous, like giddy self. Like, oh my gosh, I could read my book. I could go lay in the sun. I could go work out. I could go eat lunch by myself. I could do all these things, blah, blah, blah. And we're staying in this beautiful hotel that I love. I mean, 
Something was clearly not right. Now looking back, I can tell that my hormones were at play here, if you know what I mean. But I didn't know that at the time, so that was part of it. But you never really know why you're in a bad mood. I mean, you can sit and try to, it's just like, how did I get COVID? How did I get the flu? How did I get strep throat? You never really know exactly how you get these things, but all you can do is figure out how to get yourself out of it, right? So I did, on the plane, I did do that. And then, I mean, I did meditate. Then we got off the plane and they left and I'm alone. And sometimes that's worse because you, you don't have anything to distract you or get your mind off of anything. So I sat down with my journal and I did my gratitude because that always helps. And then I, I do three to five things of gratitude and then I say them in my heart and I say, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I really feel how grateful I am for them. That definitely helped me. Then I am reading this book with my book club and I am podcasting every day on the daily challenge. So that day was the most, I'm telling you, the universe sent it to me. It was on purpose. Um, it was all about when you're feeling stuck and what are some journal prompts that you can use to get unstuck. I mean, was that divine or what? So I read that chapter. I did a little podcast on it and then I sat down and did the journal prompts and they were what is making you feel stuck? What is the situation that's bothering you? So I wrote that out. Number two, what is the worst case scenario? If everything goes wrong in this situation, what's the worst case scenario? Journal about that. So I did that. And I was surprised by my, um, what I wrote because it really wasn't, it wasn't the end of the world. It was just like, okay, all right, I won't die. I will live. And that's okay. So then number three is, what's your plan B? So let's say the worst case scenario happens. What would be your plan B? Write that out. And I think what happens with personal development and all that shit is that we get a law of attraction, especially if you're a big law of attraction person like I am. And I think, oh, my thoughts are my, are my reality and everything I think is going to come to life. And I have to be so careful with what I think. Sometimes we're afraid to process through things that are bothering us because we're so worried about thinking the wrong things and like having like toxic positivity and all that shit. And that doesn't do you any good. That just makes you feel worse and maybe even causes anxiety like it did in this my, in my case. So I sat down and I journaled out plan B. And I was kind of shocked by what I came up with. And I just never gave myself the space to do that because I've been so busy and I haven't been journaling. And I haven't journaled in probably a month. And man, can I tell, it, it's so amazing when you stop doing something that really works for you just because, oh, I don't have time to do that. I'm doing all these other things. But when something really, really works, don't stop because that's what happened to me. I stopped journaling. I stopped processing all my stuff. And then I started listening to people around me, naysayers, people who said there's, you know, 0% chance of this working and why are you even doing this? And 
or even a lot of it was in my own head, you know, like you're so crazy. What's wrong with you? Why are you adding more to your plate when you already have, you know, a great life? And why, why are you wanting, who are you to want more? All these things were needed to be processed. They needed to be journaled out and I just hadn't been doing it. So I sat down, journaled all that shit out. Oh my God. While I was journaling all this out, I'm crying because I'm, it's moving all that energy out of your body, making you feel better, getting rid of all that dark, deep shit that just sits down in your chest. It makes you feel heavy. I mean, the, the best way of me putting it is I woke up feeling heavy and depressed and a little sad and just nervous and anxious. And by the time I finished with the gratitude, with the meditation and the journaling, I literally felt like myself again. It was like the veil had been lifted, the weight had been thrown off of me, and I felt like myself again. And then I went outside that we had this precious little like place across the street from the restaurant that has all these different places to eat and coffee shop and all this. So I walked around there by myself in the sunshine. It was amazing. Got a lavender latte, got the most wonderful, delicious salad. And I sat outside and I did a little more journaling and I was sitting at a table by myself journaling in Albuquerque with tears running down my face, but it felt so good. It felt so good finished that. And then I realized it was only like one o'clock and my son was getting out of class at three. So I texted him and I said, Hey, do you want to hang out? You know, when you get out of class, normally I wouldn't have done that. I didn't want, I don't want to bother him. I'm sure he has a million things going on, but I texted him. And also in our, in our family, my husband and my son are so close. They are like best friends. So they have this connection that, you know, I, I have a different connection with him. It's wonderful, but it's different, but I always just kind of let them take the lead and I just kind of follow along. Well, today I decided, you know what, I'm just going to text him and see if he wants to meet up with me. And he did immediately. He wrote me back. He's like, I'm in class till three. I would love to hang out with you. I'll come pick you up. I didn't have a car. He came and picked me up. We hugged so tight I cried again a little bit. Then I was like, I want to take you to Target. Let's go stock your dorm room up. Let me go change your sheets. Just, I know that that's so sad, but it made me feel so good. (laughs) And maybe this is why I felt heavy. Maybe I just missed him so bad. I just wanted to, you know, be around him. Who knows? But I got to take him to Target. We got a coffee at Starbucks and the Target and pumpkin spice. He'd never had it before. That was fun. And then we went to the rest of Target and I bought everything I could for him and stocked him up with paper towels and toilet paper and all that good stuff. And then we went and got gas. I mean, it was so silly, just the stupidest little things, but it just lit me up. It made me feel so good. When we got to Target, we got out of the car and when he picked me up, he had been driving, so I couldn't really hug him properly. We got out of the car at Target. We're in the parking lot of Target. And he gave me the most giant bear hug. And my son is like six foot six. He's a giant. And it was so what my soul needed. I'm going to cry. Anyway, it felt so good. And 
sometimes that's just all you need. I've heard that if you get a hug and it lasts less than 20 seconds, then it doesn't give you the healing properties that it's meant to give. So we, I'm not joking. We sat in that parking lot for 20 seconds and I wasn't even the one holding on. He was doing it too. And it was just wonderful. It just made me feel so good. And we had such a great little afternoon. And then we went back to the dorm. We unloaded all his stuff. I cleaned his entire dorm room because it was disgusting. And that made me feel really good. And then we went back to the hotel, got changed, and went to a really nice dinner with his roommate. And that was just magic too. So the bottom line is it's good to have a shadow. And I'd really, I'm dying to um, do a podcast with someone that I've met recently who does shadow work because she says the bigger the light, the bigger the shadow. So the more you've got going on great in your life, unfortunately, not unfortunately, it's just the way it is. It's the the flip side is going to hit you every once in a while. And how do you work through that? And this is just how I worked through it. So I don't know if that helped. I don't know if anybody needed to hear that today. If you woke up in a bad mood and just needed a couple little tools to get you through that. Um, I also love making a list of things that make you feel better for, and just put it on your phone. Mine are journaling, turning up music really loud and dancing in my kitchen, um, going and driving around with the windows down and turning music up really loud and screaming the songs. <laughs> um, I love to journal. I love to meditate. Um, going for a walk outside, going for a walk in the grass, barefoot. These are all free things, but sometimes, and you know, four years ago when I was in my not great phase, I would just push it down and I would not let all those bad feelings bubble up. Cause I thought, Oh, I can't feel bad. I have so much to be grateful for. I'm so lucky what, what am I doing? And that is not the right way to be. You got to get these feelings up and out. You got to move your body. You got to journal it out, write it out, talk it out, call a friend, say, listen, I feel like shit. Can we talk for a minute? I just need to get this out. Open up your voice memos on your phone and just start talking. I can't, obviously I do this all the time. <laughs> But even if you don't have a podcast, you can do it. And then it's so interesting. I did this um, at the beginning of the year. I was having a rough day and I did this. And sometimes you go back and listen to it and you're like, man, I don't feel like that anymore. That was just a day. It was an hour or whatever. And I moved through it. So anyway, I hope this helped. And um, I've got so many great like interviews and stuff coming up. I can't wait to release to y'all. I mean, so many good things. So please, if you love this podcast, rate, review it, subscribe to it so you never miss any. And um, I would love to hear from you. Let me know what you like, what you don't like. And I'm just here to make your day a little bit better. So thanks so much and have a beautiful day. Bye.